Well, hello and welcome to Watch What Crappies, the podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on Geoprofs. I'm Ronnie, um, and I have an announcement today. You know, I'm with Ben today, but I just wanted to warn you before he came on. Last night, Ben, I've just, I've never seen anything like it. It's really hard for me to do this show today. Ben, um, he just lost it. He lost his mind. He told me he hates me. He was pounding the walls, took off his glasses, smashed them on the floor. I have PTSD. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this show. Ben, please come on. It's Ben Mandelker, everybody. Hi, Ben. Just a reminder to the audience <laughs> that silence is golden. Okay? So, you know, and if I, you know, if I said or did anything that, was just like the toe that broke the camel's back. You know, I apologize. I, I apologize to Ronnie. I'm traumatized. <laughs> quack, quack. Quack, quack, chicken. She is quack, a quack, 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 chicken. <laughs> She's quack, quack, chicken. Mm. Yes, it's Beverly Hills Day. We've waited a whole year to find out what's happened in Aspen, and it turns out Kathy Hilton got mad that nobody would do the conga line with her. So it's another another Beverly Hills where they have promised (laughs) fucking Armageddon, okay? They're like, you better watch Beverly Hills this year. (laughs) It's like revelations. And, um, you know, it's Rena making up some, or exaggerating some shit, I'll say, uh, about a conga line fight. I mean, it's gold. So welcome to the show, everybody. Um, Today we're talking about that. And... On Take a Seat, we talk about all of this stuff, but live with you guys. You guys come on, talk to us, talk in the chat room. That's on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Always a super fun time. This week was very Beverly Hills heavy again because you guys have some Mm -hmm. opinions and some tea to spill, to spread, to share. And uh, super fun. And then um, what else do we do? We do Winter is Crappening, which is our Game of Thrones podcast for House of the Dragon. So check that out. Go subscribe on that feed because you get those episodes a day before everyone else. And it's free, so why not? Also, this is a Crappens on Demand video. Hi. Um, Hi, Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash watch what crappens for video recaps. There's two a week usually and um, regular bonus episodes, which we are doing later today after this recap. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's get on with the show, Ben. Hi, Wait, I, how and are I just, you? I do want to say one thing. Uh, people have been so nice. We were getting all sorts of lovely messages being like, hey, you know, we're going to get together for BravoCom. Will you come join us for drinks here, this or that? It's so nice. I want to thank everyone who's been inviting us. We're not going to BravoCon, though. So we just want to let you guys know. Very sorry. Why are you so, announcing that? That's a because weird we're getting so many messages. No, because we're getting so many messages. I, I don't. I think people think we're going, and so I just want to let people know we're not going. So that's it. Well, you're supposed to announce good things, not like that's hey, not a bad. We're, we're wait, not, it's not a bad thing. Place. No, it's not a bad thing. It's that way people like it's. That's, there's nothing wrong with saying we're not going. I say pay them dust. Okay, <laughs> that's what you're getting from me. Some fairy dust. <laughs> Your well, very Ron mother so is giving we're... you dust. So there you go. <laughs> well, that shit like that. Hey, guess where else I wasn't invited? Everywhere. Okay. There are literally millions of things today I'm not invited to. And I don't care. I don't care. Saying... Fuck you. I'm going to do the Congo line I... over here by myself. Okay. Bueller. Bueller. I've been holding on to Bueller's hips and just being dragged around the house. Okay. That's my Congo line. Fuck you guys. I'm, I'm not shit. complaining that we weren't invited. I'm just saying that people keep, people think we're going. And I'm just letting people know we're not going. 
That's all. Weird. <laughs> send an evite. Send an evite and be like, hello, we're declining. <laughs> just, you can be the only decline on the. <laughs> no, no, I was just letting people know because we're getting a lot of messages. So uh, anyway, though, but I hope those, everyone who does go has a really fun time. And for right now. <laughs> I'm sure, mother. <laughs> you're such a mom right now. You're, you're projecting, like, well, you're projecting your mom issues of what I'm saying. My, I'm really saying this is really coming from a benign place. This is not we're a passive aggressive place. I don't know why. I guess we're Listen, guess, if this were coming from a passive aggressive place for me, you would know. Like you would guess definitely you don't know. want us, BravoCon. Guess we're not going, everybody. At BravoCon, <laughs> I'm not saying it like that. I wish I were saying it like that. Hashtag not going to BravoCon. (laughs) I am not above that. I am not above saying it like that. But in this case, I really am just genuinely letting people know we're not going to be there. September 22nd, Ben's not going to BravoCon day. Okay? Hashtag it, everybody. (laughs) At me. Listen, I'm coming from a good place today. Okay? All my rage is is directed towards basically Rinna today. Okay? It's not directed towards BravoCon. Ooh, I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so don't you worry. Mm-hmm. Don't oh, I'm worry. not. <laughs> I'm not worried. There's plenty in here. There's plenty in here, guys. I think you all know. Once I once I uncork it, you will know. Okay? <laughs> all right. Well, here we are for the uncorking. Um, so let's see here. Shoosh. You know it's a really – they're going to try and make this a really big episode because they start with the Fox News. Whoosh. You know, like when they change a story, yeah. they're like, whoosh. It's like, ooh, it's very dangerous. They're not even swishing to anything. It's just the sound. Whoosh. And we're back to the icicles at 10.30 a.m. The dangerous, murderous icicles hanging off of Kyle's Aspen house. Yeah, it's really quiet. There's no music playing. So that just shows that, like, something terrible happened. And you know something really terrible happened because it's 10.39 a.m., so it's not 10.40, it's not 10.30, not 10 o'clock, it's 10.39, 10.39 a.m. So we're there, and Rinna is pulling her bag out of her room, and she's like, oh, my, my head is definitely in a fog after what happened last night. It's way worse than a hangover. Ah! And then we just see Storm lying there on the floor, just all sad, like, I tried so hard to run free. I tried every chance I had. I couldn't make it. I'm going back to Beverly Hills. Yeah, and Kyle's just like, are you ready to go back to L.A. Storm? It's a huge victim episode for me. You ready? You ready? I get to be a victim again. And then Rinna is inhaling something out of a can. You know, for someone who judged uh, Kim Richards for all those years, ma'am, I would drop the aluminum right now. But I think it's like oxygen or some shit. Yeah. I assumed it was some sort of like, here's something for people with who have been here for four days and still haven't gotten over the altitude sickness so she's breathing it like (gasps) here's something for people who come to a high altitude when they laugh like this (laughs) (laughs) people who give themselves altitude sickness at sea level so um so so she's like uh rena's breathing and she's like we were at the club and kathy was having an absolute meltdown i've never seen anything like it in my entire Life. Not even nowhere in this world have I seen. Not even Amsterdam. Nowhere. Not even nowhere. two weeks ago when I screamed and yelled at a homeless, not toothless charity event 
<laughs> and told someone fuck off. So was it as bad when she said, I don't care if Dorita fucking bad, sobbing over a hat store? Oh, that was Kyle. That was Kyle. Was it when she tried to strangle the turkey neck and screamed, you don't talk about my fucking husband, then broke a glass and threatened the said turkey? No, that was you. Mm-hmm. Was it when people asked her for some empathy and she screamed that plane crash victims were liars and then called everyone C-words and said she doesn't give a fuck about anyone but herself? No, that was Erica two nights ago. What, what do you mean? You haven't seen anything like it. I know you DVR this show. Was that uh, was that when she went to go to uh, the supermarket and then found out they were out of Pringles and then went and took a hand and knocked over every single cookie off the shelf and said, this place needs to be closed. This is a hate crime. No, that was PK. That was PK. <laughs> that was PK. Okay. So, wow. What did Milton do? You know, at this point, I'm like, here we go. Here we go. Give it to me. What did she do? So Rena's like, yeah, you know, Aspen really does a number on your fillers, fillers, Kyle. I'm like, yeah, so does nature. Okay. If you look at yourself in regular elevation, you all look crazy. So does gravity. I blame Aspen for this. Okay. Yeah. And so Kyle's like, I'm just so, I'm I'm like, just so puffed up from crying. I mean, my eyes look disgusting. And Rena's like, what are we crying? She goes, oh, you know, I cried at Kimasabi. And then I cried while I was talking to Erica. And then I cried when I saw Kathy bring poor people's slippers into my home. <laughs> There's a lot of crying. When was she crying? Are you fucking kidding me? She's been crying for two days. Are you even here? <laughs> this whole episode was ridiculous. I love it. What? You crying? When? When were you I know. <laughs> and Rinna, Rinna's like, I'm not saying a whole lot because I'm still in shock. Shock. From what I experienced. It's not something Shock. that I would ever imagine coming from anyone in this group, let alone the devil herself, Kathy Hilton. I never would have expected it. Never. I mean, I know she makes terrible tequila, but she's also a she-devil. I would never expect that. Never. Tell you who would never, ever do anything like I saw last night. My dear friend, Kendall Jenner. Never. 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 So Kyle's like, is Kathy coming back with us? Because she's still in bed, you know? And she's like, well, my sister's not wanting to come out of her room. And it's so hard to think that I'm leaving her here. I mean, if she's upset, I just can't wait to hear how this is my fault. Oh, God. Kyle is the victim every season of somebody. Every season. (laughs) My God. I I like, it's like, hey, uh, Kathy. I know you're asleep, but um, we want to go check the mail. Are you going to come with us? Hey, Kathy. Hey, um, there's a there's a there's a pigeon down the street. We're going to look at it. You want to come with us? But now it's like, oh, there's a plane. We got to catch a plane. Let's let's let her sleep. Let's let her sleep. <laughs> you know, like every small thing they wake up Kathy for. She wakes up Kathy every single time. And now that there's actual time, like something an important thing that Kathy has to right. get to, she's like, I don't want to disturb. There's her. like a mushroom cloud outside, and they're like, <laughs> let her sleep. Let her sleep. <laughs> So then we get my favorite thing that happens occasionally on Beverly Hills rap, which like, this is the last show that can (laughs) take it. You know what I mean? Like they can't carry it. I guess is Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say. They can't really make it make sense. Of course, their rap is about having a chauffeur somehow. And I didn't write Mm -hmm. down all the lyrics, but this morning I woke up like, what rhymes with chauffeur? 
and I still haven't remembered. So if anybody remembers, please let us know in the comments. <laughs> so um, Dorit and them are packing at wherever they are. Who cares? Everybody's getting ready to go to the airport. They get to the private plane, and then Mauricio's on the plane with his standard, I'm a man and you're a woman line. He's like, I can't believe I went skiing this morning, and I'm still waiting for you guys. My God, the boobies. Right, women, <laughs> women, they just can't get onto a plane fast, right? So then, um, like, what are we gonna have for drinks? And we're just like, let's have, how about this? Could be a new me. I'm gonna actually propose a drink. Let's do Bloody Marys. And Kyle's like, a Bloody Mary, I never have them, but why not? Especially after the trauma of last night, I just <laughs> this is what's happened to me. I'll have a Bloody Kathy. Hope nobody asks me about it. Bloody Kathy, please. <laughs> Traumatic. <laughs> side of trauma. I'd like a side of trauma celery in that. Okay? Because I'm hurt. <laughs> I am hurt. So then, now they take off, and now they're flying. And as they're flying, Erica turns to Sutton and goes, Well, I'll tell you something, Sutton. I don't want to fight with you. How good? I love when Erica puts brushes things under the rug. No one else. But when Erica does it, love that. And they Love have clearly that. decided that Erica is going to be the good guy, and they're going to just end that whole storyline where she yelled at everybody and called them all cut fitnesses two nights yeah. ago. Okay, so Erica's like, you know, I just can't give you answers about stuff that I don't have answers to. To you, answers are like earrings. You're not going to get them. All right. And Sutton's like, well, I'm not talking about any of that stuff. I don't even know why you're upset about it. And she's like, well. When I scream at you, it's out of anger, okay? Well, that's sweet, because that's so different than everybody else who screams out of, you know. Everybody screams out of anger, Erica, okay? <laughs> it's just out of anger. Don't take it personally. I'm just angry. <laughs> yeah, that's all. It's just out of anger. That's no big deal. She's like, well... And I'm sorry for everyone who's on the receiving end, except for those who are the victims, allegedly. And then that includes you, Kyle. But you know what? I was fucking mad because I don't feel heard. Don't feel heard? How about trying to arrange something at a hat store and only half the people come to it? Talk about don't being heard. <laughs> okay, Kyle. It's still my turn. And Garcelle's like, Sutton, why are you crying? And she's like, I cry. I cry when people say things. This is what I do. You're losing me. <laughs> You're losing me, lady, okay? So Erica's like, we're having a moment over here. I just, you know, it's anger when I yell. It's that kind of anger like when you go to the toilet and someone's used all the toilet paper but not replaced it. That's butt anger. But it's still anger all the same. It's like, all right, Erica, let it go. The monologue's <laughs> over, right? And Sutton's like, is the plane going down? Because Erica's being nice to me, so... I mean, I want it to be real, but I'm, when we snowmobiled, we had a nice conversation. That picnic bench. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Can I trust this? I'm going to try. I'm going to try. You know, as nice as a conversation can be while one is snowmobiling, <laughs> you know, and then sitting on a picnic bench. But, okay, I'll take what I can get. Mm -hmm. So then Maurice was like, uh, so uh, why is uh, Kathy not here? Uh, what's going on? And she was here. Like, why, why is, I thought she was going to be with us here. And Dorit's like, has anyone checked or asked about her. I'm like, <laughs> I like the idea that, like, Dorit for a moment thought they just, it's like home alone with Kathy. Like, Kathy is in the Aspen house, putting aftershave on her cheeks, <laughs> trying to try, trying to make it look like there's, like, a big party in there to scare away robbers, but it's too small to set up all the mannequins, you know? Her back was probably cramped from trying to get off that fucking twin bunk bed with the mattress this thick. You know? And so then Erica tells us, Kathy, that's what I come back with us on the plane. 
because with us, she had a breakdown at the nightclub we were all at that we all saw. Yeah, and Kyle's like, everybody knows. I mean, I talked about it with the car. I talked about it with Sutton on the car ride home, and Sutton's like, Kathy was a little off. I mean, she kept asking everybody to do conga line, and I don't think anybody wanted to do it. And next thing I know, she's. I know you're not listening to what I'm saying because you just heard me say that this is about a conga line, right? Okay, I'll give you a moment to process that. <laughs> I did have to rewind it. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Kyle's like, no, I want to do the limbo. <laughs> and before I know it, she's in my face and she's pointing at me. And she said, I want to go home. And if you don't want to go home with me, you're not my friend. And Crystal, then we get Crystal. Because now it's all the witness accounts of what happened last night. Because the big, the biggest mystery is where the fuck were the cameras? Okay. They're probably not allowed into the club. So we know why they're not in the club, but they're not in the sprinter van. They're not in the house. There's just no cameras. There's just no cameras Mm. on this heavily cameraed reality show. Okay. So, um, Crystal, we get Crystal's witness testimony and she's like, I mean, I saw some commotion, but I didn't really see anything, but like, I've known Kathy for a long time. Like how bad could it have been? I mean, (laughs) did someone just Um. not listen to her feelings? (laughs) Crystal, uh, she's an older, rich, white lady. It can get really bad. <laughs> it can get so bad. Um, so Diana's like, ooh, because now Diana has her new look, her long hair. She suddenly, I think, realized that she had been styled like uh, <laughs> like Barbara Bush. So she like is now <laughs> now has like long hair, and she's like. I went to the bathroom and I came back and I saw her completely waging, screaming at the girls, mostly Kyle. She was like an out of control pussy cat. Woof woof, woof woof. <laughs> she was like crazy giraffe on drug. <laughs> she was like violent cobra. Meow, meow. <laughs> And Kyle's like, well, Kathy was saying that she was pissed off and I had to leave the club right now. And I was confused because I didn't even know what happened. So I said, Kathy, we're not leaving. We just got here. And this is when you know Kyle is full of shit because she does her big wide eyes, you know, that she does when she's trying Uh to be the victim of something. And then Rinna starts it. Well, uh, well, by the way, before you even get into Rinna, also, this is your sister, Kyle, who is having a break. She's like losing her mind. And you're not going to, like, like step outside with her, calm her down, take her back to your home, come back. Like, she was like, no, I'm staying here. Like, that is actually so obnoxious. I mean, Rinna is the one who actually winds up doing it and not you for your own sister. After you just had a tantrum about people, like, uh, not going with you to places or whatever. It just – it was – it's like – Kyle just sort of like glazes over that or glosses over it as if it's no big deal. Like, well, we just got to the club, you know? It's like, your well, sister's losing Kyle's, your mind. Protect in her, Kyle's at defense, least. which I don't think I've ever said those words in a sentence together, but in Kyle's defense, Kathy has been doing that this whole trip. Like, it sounds like more of what she was doing at the the hat store, right? When she's like, oh, she doesn't want my tequila? Oh, my gosh, she's going to have Kylie Minogue's tequila. Whatever. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And Kyle's like, Kathy, you just got to let it go. She's like, no, that's it. I'm leaving. And then she storms out and tells the producer, I'm fucking pissed or whatever she said. So Kyle's probably just used to that. Because, you know, Kathy's like this at an in and out, you know? Like, 
Yeah. What do you mean but... you don't have tater tots? I'm leaving. I am leaving. This I'm fucking pissed off. Kyle, you better come with me or you're not my sister. But also, Kathy didn't act that way in a vacuum. Like, the reason why she acted that way is because, like, people were being so shitty to her. I don't, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm still She would act that way fool. in a vacuum, though. She'd be like a little piece of corn who just got vacuumed up and been like, <laughs> I'm just a dried piece of corn. Why am I in a vacuum? I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And if you don't come with me, you little, <laughs> you little dust bunny, you are not my friend anymore. She's that piece of tortilla chip that you vacuum over, but then, like, like 30 seconds later, you find the tortilla chip somewhere else. Like, it spun around in the wheels and came out again and never got quite sucked up. No, but what I, all I'm just saying is, I'm not saying that Kathy is a perfect angel in this. Like, she was definitely having a tantrum, but Kyle has similar tantrums all the time, and everyone caters to them, a.k.a. the Kimosabi's drama. And on top of that, like... Kyle just acts like, oh, well, like, like she had no hand, like, she, there, she, she had no part in this. And I fully believe that, especially because all we have to rely on are these hella unreliable narrators, that there yeah. was definitely some, like, passive aggression that came towards Kathy's way, definitely by Rinna, because she already pulled that stunt with 818 Tequila. And she probably was pissed. She felt like Kyle didn't have her back, which is Kyle's comment. This is the whole thing with this group. Like, you didn't have my back. You didn't have my back. Although not like Salt Lake City levels. And um, I'm just saying, I feel like uh, I don't think we should give Kyle a pass. We shouldn't overlook the fact that her sister was going through it. And Kyle was like, no, we just got here to the club. And that Rinna was the one who took care of Kathy, not her own sister. Well, and you know why Rinna, Rinna took care of Kathy. Rinna saw a chance to finally get what she wanted, which was some alone time with Kathy mm-hmm. with no cameras. What is the yeah. cameraman sleeping? What the fuck is going What's, on on this Why show? do they not have a GoPro attached to like every post of that van? Okay, like they just run them. Just it's press ridiculous. play when they walk in. Yeah, you're like the number one house Housewives show on Bravo now. You can't pull this. We don't have cameras. I mean, yeah. go back to Real Housewives of Atlanta during the whole, um, you know, stripper guy. Thing. What Bolo? Not Bolo. The guy yeah. who came to Bolo. visit them. Was it Bolo? But in, the, in the house, them. yeah, yeah, in the mm-hmm. house, that was Bolo. So even even OC knew they that the one of the greatest fights of that trip happened at three a.m. on their Sprinter van, and it was this grainy ass footage. But they had footage, not, nevertheless, going yes. from Ireland, going back home. So then Rena's like, "Well, we get into the Sprinter van, and Kathy." She was saying the craziest things. She was saying she's going to take down NBC. Bravo, Neiman Marcus, President <laughs> Biden, Vladimir Putin. Um, who else can I name? There's an enemy of the cash in this. <laughs> Coda, she did not like that movie. She's going to take that one down. Yes, that's right, people. Jennifer the Jason Lee. You don't want to yeah. fuck with Jennifer Jason Lee. <laughs> um, no. She said Cheryl she's Lee gonna- Ralph. She did not like Cheryl Lee Ralph. I know everyone loves Cheryl Lee Ralph. They loved her speech. She did not. Yes, America, she's going after Cheryl Lee Ralph. She said, I will take down this show single-handedly. I will ruin all of you. <laughs> what in the holy fucking hell? What in the holy fucking hell? What? You're telling me that... Of all these divas on these shows, these things have never been uttered before. I fully expect... That when the cameras are off, Jen Shaw is running around her kitchen saying, I'm going to take down NBC and Comcast and everyone else because they don't believe in me. And like, this happens all the time. I am not shocked by this at all. I'm, I'm actually happy. I'm happy that Kathy did this. <laughs> it's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. 
So then she <laughs> tells all the girls, I can't even repeat what she said last night until you ask me. Someone's going to ask me, right? Someone's going to ask me. Which, of course, they don't, which is also really weird. Because Rena, the whole time on the plane, is like, guys, Kathy, last night, I just can't talk. Nobody asks her. They're like, well, let's well, eat a sandwich. The entire first third of the season was a fight between uh, like pretty much everyone versus Crystal about this this thing, like about something that was like that Sutton said. And Erica says, when you don't say what it is, people are going to fill in the blanks and it's going to be a lot worse. And they all are like, yeah, you have to say it. People will fill in the blanks. And now all of a sudden, I can't even, I can't even say it. And now, by the way, also... I mean, we still really don't know what happened, but, like, if there was no, like, racial epithet or homophobic slur, which I'm hoping there wasn't, but if there wasn't, they've kind of let Kathy, like, hang out to dry for several months. And that's the point. On the that's internet. Point. That's what, you know, that's it, the which point. is, like, yes. obnoxious. That's, it's beyond, it's so shitty if none and, of that And that's exactly then. what they, it's exactly what they said they, that Crystal shouldn't be doing to Sutton. Because no. if this yeah. didn't happen, now, if this happened and they cut it, or if this happened and they just don't want to show it, or if they, you know, first of all, I don't believe any of that because Rena would have all of this on her phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Rena's the type who'd press the voice record immediately, or she would have been texting all this to Erica. Well, maybe they cut those texts, too. I don't know. But everybody seems to be going off of this one rumor that came. And it's not even a rumor. It's a thing that Ali- that Alisa, that Lisa posted and then dirty deleted from her Instagram. Wait, do you scroll up for new pictures or down? Man, I've had a down. really busy oh. screenshotting day, if you don't even know. <laughs> if you've got that many pictures. But Lisa Rinna posted this. Well, she actually didn't post it. She was doing uh, messages to someone, like direct messaging someone who posted it. And she said, I can't even look at her. It's so hideous. And here's the thing. If you're going to be on a reality show, honey, and you're going to be a homophobic racist, you probably should have stayed home. One thing I can tell you that they got it from their mama. So when it all starts coming out, do some Googling and see where those words have been thrown around before. That's what Wait, you said. Rena was DMing that to somebody when the season was starting. When so she that was implicates, trying to spread all this stuff. That implicates Kyle and Kim, too, by the way, right? She's saying that Big Kathy is the one who was, like, a racist. She's saying that, that, no, she's saying Kathy is a racist, so Google oh. that her kids have said racist things. Because Conrad, oh. her son, was oh, arrested yeah, and was, Conrad's. you know, calling the police F-words and all of this. Like, it was like yeah, some drugged-out yeah. cuckoo that's thing. Fair, fair statement. Fair. And then <laughs> Paris has said, you know, ter- you know, she's like... Being like, hey, my N-word, or whatever, and she's called gay people the F-word, or whatever. And the, like, So, you know, that stuff is there. They can't look. Yeah. But Rena was trying to get this stuff spread at the beginning of the season. So if none of that happened, that's really low. Now, if it did happen, hang her ass out to dry. Give me the proof. Mm-hmm. Give me the... Don't hide it. But if it didn't, it just goes to show you as Bravo people, we will believe anything. Because this whole season, I'm like, when is it? What is this I episode? <laughs> but by the way, like... How lucky are we? How lucky are we as Bravo fans that this this is our communal experience that we spend six or nine months waiting to see possible footage, possible evidence of Kathy saying something deeply problematic, and what we get is she wanted to dance a conga line. <laughs> like that's such a great twist. <laughs> I love it. Really it. Is. I just I really don't. I, I, I really hope it just stays like that, you know, because yeah. I'm really good for being on the record, being like, guys, all she wants was to dance the conga line. And the next week, it's like, oh, she also said the N-word. 
you're like, oh, all right, well, yeah, that's ruined. Well, we'll see. Yeah, they've pulled some they've pulled some shit like that on us before, but I don't know that they would do. I don't know. Who knows? So all we have today is what we see on the show. Which is this. So Rena's like, yes. well, we get back to Kyle's. And then it's just the two of us. And it gets worse. She starts asking for butter. Weird. <laughs> she started saying, where are the napkins? Where are the napkins? Can we grill corn? Can we or not? Can we grill corn? Then- she was digging through the garbage for slippers. It was awful. <laughs> then she starts she she starts jumping up and down, breaking her glasses, pounding on the walls, and she's wait, what? She's jumping up and down, breaking her glasses and pounding on the walls. You guys, just think of this in your head. <laughs> think of it and realize how hilarious it is. Really replay this in your head. She's jumping up and down breaking her glasses and pounding on the walls. And she's screaming that she made Kyle. Well, she has a point there. She, she and did. Kathy's responsible for Kyle. She's got another point there. And she said, I will destroy Kyle. She's giving me vision board goals there. I know, I'm like, I'm like, yes, okay, we'd love this. We'd love this. the direction of this rant. <laughs> I know. I'm waiting for the point where I'm supposed to turn, you know? I know. right I now mean- I'm bedazzling a shirt that says Kathy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah the, the the image of her like pounding wall and jumping on her eyeglasses is so hilarious. I I, I can't even understand. But here's the thing. This is okay. This is how in my mind it really was. Was that I mean I can imagine Kathy throwing her glasses down in disgust and anger, and I imagine her walking by a wall and being like smacking, being like, God damn it, you know, like like walking by and be like Ugh. like she you know, and she has the fucking nerve and slams the wall like that, and then Rena's like she was. Pounding on the like, she makes it sound like she was like a gorilla pounding against the wall, like you know, like thumping her chest. I think she, my my guess is she walked by and she was so mad at Kyle for the whole day for the, all the mistreatment, throwing out her slippers that she just slapped the wall as to emphasize a point. And I hate to be a Kathy apologist, but I just feel like the story is so far fetched that the only way it works in my brain. Yeah, well, you know what? She said she's going to destroy Kyle and her entire family. She's going to make Portia soup. And if it's the last thing I ever do. And then she tied me to the train tracks, twirled her mustache, and marched (laughs) right out to the sidewalk and slapped the first baby that came down. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I think what happened is exactly what we've already seen happen with Kathy in that hat shop. Because people are patterns. Right. And I think Mm -hmm. that there's enough of that in this story. Kathy said something to Kyle. People were being mean in Kathy's mind to Kathy or disrespecting her. Kathy said, I want to fucking go. Kyle said no. And so Kathy got in the car and was like, well, thanks a lot, Kyle. You know, she doesn't fucking have my back. She wouldn't have anything without me. Her husband's a fucking real estate guy. Guess why? Because of my husband giving him a job. Then he leaves and takes my husband's clients. She wouldn't be on TV if she wasn't bragging that she's Paris Hilton's mother. (laughs) or aunt paris hilton's aunt in every goddamn e-interview that she slid her way into and every picture that she photobombed she would fucking be nothing without me so fuck no granted are those just quotes are those just quotes from me over the years yes of course they are but like am i projecting them onto kathy yes (laughs) beautiful rant though like so beautiful it has a thesis it has a supporting body it has a conclusion i think it's wonderful it makes all the sense you know and i'm like it's like, I think maybe Rinna's just her issue is that Kathy had this rant without cameras on. Like, maybe she just appreciated, maybe Rinna just wanted the cameras to be there. Because last time I checked, Kyle was the one who on camera said to Kim Richards, you're a goddamn alcoholic or whatever, you know, like that's, 
that's, I think, up there with vicious things that you can say to your sister on TV. So, like outing your alcoholism. Right. So then Diana's like, well, you know, there was bound to be some conflict because, like, how many girls is there right now? There's like, I mean, 12 of us? Like, no. <laughs> and then Kyle's like, well, you wouldn't believe in my house. Like, my daughters don't have any conflict at all. But, like, growing up, I mean, me and Kim, we would bite each other. Well, I would bite her, and then she would claw the skin off of my back. I mean, that's just how we. <laughs> <laughs> Until I was bleeding. <laughs> And everyone's like, yeah. I'm like, uh <laughs> these, these sisters are fucked up. Let's just let's just just state that here. So oh, sisters that, will go there. Have you ever been friends with a pair of sisters? Oh, do not get in the I middle of sisters. You will lose an eye. Yeah. You will. So then Kyle tells us, Rina was texting Erica a play-by-play of what was happening. And I was glancing at Erica's phone, glancing at her. You know she was gr- clutching the phone in her eyes. <laughs> be like, okay, I'm going to type in a response and you say something. Okay. She was uh, Yeah, glad. Erica was Kyle probably was like, glancing. Kyle, look, here's what's going on with your sister right now, acting crazy, right? And Kyle's doing that, her big um, victim eye. She's like, I was just like, I don't even want to go home right now. <laughs> and so Rena's then back to Rena. Rena's like, oh, Kyle, you and I should talk when we get home about ways I could rid myself of what happened last night. I just need to cleanse myself. I just need to cleanse myself, Kyle. What does that mean? Well, it means strategize, right? Rid yourself. Come on. So then uh, Kyle's like, oh, if you have any tips, let me know. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sad. So, so Rena Ren- tells us, Kyle is way more successful and way more famous than Kathy Hilton's ever been. And clearly, Kathy's still holding on to anger over the age. What the? What? Over the agency. I didn't finish that. Agency and American Woman. An American Woman. Right. So the TV show that got canceled and the agency, I'll give you. I'll give you the agency. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I just think it's been very hard for Kathy to have it all and for her sister to have it more. I was like, hmm, I still think Kathy has more. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't looked at the numbers. I know Kyle is like mega wealthy now because of Mauricio, but I don't know. I've Kathy Kathy has the vibe of someone who's like, I'm wealthy and I, I I'm so wealthy I don't have to compete with people right now. Well, the interesting argument I've seen in comments and stuff is who is more successful? Well, Kathy just married into hers. Kyle just married a poor guy and then he became rich. But then Kyle's husband got his money basically from working for Kathy's husband. And then, but Kyle has a store, but Kathy has a line <laughs> at Neiman Marcus. And which I didn't know, did you? That Kathy has like a I, line of dresses at Neiman Marcus. I didn't know that. Did not or had. Maybe um, she's tried to promote it on the show and Kyle shut it down. Yeah. And I guess the. Um, the end point is that it doesn't really matter. Like sisters are going to be pissed at sisters. And yeah, I would love to see that fight. I think that's why Kathy was on the show to do the fight with, with Kyle. You know, if you're yeah. going to bring somebody down, bring each other down together. Your sisters, let's do this as a family. Leave Rena the fuck out of this. And also right. if Kathy made any mistakes, what are you doing telling Lisa Rena all this stuff? Mm, that's where, that's I where mean, Kathy really. Yeah. So, so now everyone's back to Beverly Hills, and uh, we are seeing stuff. People are doing little things around town. So now Rinna and Sutton are in a nursery, and they're shopping for plants for Crystal's. Crystal's having a big birthday party coming up, and so uh, guess what? Gatsby themed. Wow, love that. I can't love with that. this. I love the Do you watch this show? Why are you doing a Great Gatsby party? Stop it! It didn't end well. Okay, stop it's, trying to live your Great Gatsby life. You're all going to go broke. <laughs> Die. 
No one likes going to them. Okay. So then Rena's like, Rena finds like some orchids and she's like, oh, how about we get an orchid? And Sun goes, I love an orchid and what it symbolizes. Yes. Yes. Something that's difficult to maintain and dies anyway. Come on, let's get it. <laughs> hello. Hello. We want to get an orchid. Hello. <laughs> hello. Wow. Even in a plant store, she's like, <sighs> I know. Isn't that pretty? Isn't that a pretty orchid? Wow. What's that orchid drinking? I'll have it too. Oh yeah, I'll just have some miracle Grow and some water because it's drinking that. Great. Thank you so much. So over at Rob and Crystal's, Crystal's like, Rob, do you have a moment? I'm just so busy, Rob, because it's my birthday week and like tomorrow's my party. And he's like, wow, it's already tomorrow, is it? That is crazy. It's going to be your birthday tomorrow. Is it true? You know, poor Rob has been preparing for a month for this. <laughs> Bless his I know. Um, by the way, like, hello, you are the director, the Lion King. If you have not produced a five minute animated feature saying happy birthday to your wife, by the end of this episode, I'll be furious. <laughs> and she's like, well, you know, I'm a little scared to have this party, Rob, because Aspen was pretty crazy. He's like, did someone grind up an X-Lax and try and give it to you in a popsicle? Did that happen again? <laughs> no. Did they suggest you take an X-Lax and then... Block you from eating chicken tenders. No, not this time, Rob. He's like, well, anyone, how bad could it be? <laughs> did anyone's dad get killed in a stampede by any chance? No, Rob, you're you're back in the Lion King. Sorry, that's hard for me. God, I just can't wait to be king. Rob, we're talking about my birthday, Rob. Rob, stop trying to pick me up and hoist me up into the sun. It's no, Rob. <laughs> so then uh, Kyle is packing again, guys, because Kyle's just on the move. And Portia's in the room with her, looking adorable. Little Portia, you know, her hair's all straightened. She's got lipstick. She's like, Mom! <laughs> but, like, adorably. So, because, yeah. um, sure. you know, don't take it out on the kids, you know? Goodbye, no. Kyle. But still, hello, Portia. Still hello, children. It. You have until you're 18. So then, uh, <laughs> Kyle, you've got, you've got about two and a half five, years more. All right, <laughs> you got five years of uh, immunity from us. <laughs> We're going to be like, hello, everybody. Welcome to this recap in 2026. Welcome to Porsche's a bitch day. Okay, we can <laughs> finally be say like, it. <laughs> we're really counting down. Like it's 11:59. You know, like the best thing about it, she's so adorable. She's so lovely. And watching her grow up, it's like midnight. What a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I've always hated her. <laughs> Dying a fire, woman. No, um, these are so, jokes. We support Portia. <laughs> yeah, we support Portia. I mean, so far, why not? So why then not? Kyle's like, um, oh, my God, Portia, I need good energy after what happened last night. And Portia's like, that's why I'm wearing an I Love Paris shirt. <laughs> Am I doing it right? Kyle's like, ah, I'm going back to Georgia to continue to film Halloween Ends, which is ironic because this storyline never will. So I will be missing Crystal's birthday. And the last thing I want to do is have to talk about Aspen. So thank God I will be chased by movie icon Michael Myers instead. Okay. Because <laughs> I have not spoken to Kathy or seen her since Aspen. Only Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. <laughs> Huge movie star Jamie Lee Curtis. I've talked to her, but not to Kathy, my sister. This is going to be the most boring Halloween movie because Michael's not even going to come out of hiding this time just because he doesn't want to be forced to go to the cowboy hat store. He's <laughs> going to be like, oh, God, <laughs> please, so, no more cowboy hats. Halloween ends is just going to be Rinna confessionals. After the party. <laughs> Michael Myers was just in no mood. He wanted to do the conga line. 
We said no, so we took him home. He murdered three people. I swear, it was a lot. And then he, then he said, "I'm going to destroy Kyle." And then he murdered someone else. And then he broke his glasses. <laughs> this is not the Michael Myers that you know. He's just going to end the movie. Everyone's going to be like, let's just get along with Michael now. He's going to be like, will you guys try my new tequila? <laughs> That's all he wanted all this time. For 40 <laughs> years, all he wants is for people to try his tequila. He's like, well, when I was in the uh, mental institution, I learned how to do some small batch tequila brewing. I just want you guys to try. No, no. <laughs> you sure? I just want to try my good friend, Michael Myers tequila. <laughs> I know him. <laughs> So then um, Kyle uh, Kyle goes on and she's like, yeah, you know, I think she ended up leaving my house and then going to a hotel and then finally going back to L.A. Like, that's so crazy. She's like my crazy rich sister. (laughs) Like, even in this, even in this moment where you hate your sister and you want us all to hate her, you still have to remind us how rich she is and brag about it kind of by proxy. I know. And then, like, she has yet another new dog named Smokey, uh, who's, like, chewing on, like, a baggage tag. And Kyle's like, Smokey, we're going to have to work on work on you with the trainer. I'm like, Kyle, don't lie to us. No trainer has ever seen these dogs. You see it. It's true. If Kim Richards is still running off with your sweater from off the floor, the dog is not going to learn shit. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Your whole no. family needs better trainers. <laughs> so um, we see Kyle, you know, sobbing with Kathy at the reunion when they decided they were going to work past this. And Portia's like, he's going to drive me to my chair, guys. Because that's how you have to talk when you're that age. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, your dad. And then the puppy steals the sweater and runs. And Kyle's like, you poop him. <laughs> the dog's like, I was just trying to make some edits, okay? <laughs> no, it's coming with me. <laughs> So then we go to Dorit and Erica shopping for a gift for Crystal, the person whose storyline is her eating disorder, at a food place, like buying chocolate. her chocolate. Hmm. Yeah, I thought that too. I thought that was what? What? Curious. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this cast? Well, like seriously. Also, <laughs> you two are cheap asses to be going to get her chocolate. Going so in they're together. Like, yeah. Yeah. So they're doing like a chocolate making fun, fun segment, which doesn't really fit in this episode. But yeah, it, well, was, it was it was a little odd. So, you know, first they're like they, they go to this place called a comparts. And then uh, Dorit's like, guys, I'm glad I'm here with my girlfriend and not my daughter because my five year old would be going crazy. And my husband, he just would have already jumped into one of your vats already. <laughs> We've had to tell PK to get out of the chocolate vat many, many times. <laughs> well, it smells like heaven in here, although we all know what heaven really smells like. My pussy! Yeah! <laughs> this just makes me so happy. Look at me, I'm happy, Erica. Happy, happy, Erica. So the guy at the chocolate shop, uh, I hate this guy. Because I feel like this guy, you meet this guy at a party, and he's like, um, I'm, I work for the Chocolatiers. I'm like, oh, I love chocolate. Really? What kind? M&M's. Ew! Oh, God! Ew! M&M's! Oh, my God! I have corn syrup much? <laughs> you really never had chocolate. <laughs> You're so right. And he said, you gotta come by the store. You gotta come by the store. You'll never go back to M&M's. You gotta come by the store. I'm like, uh, well, I will go to your store, because it looks delicious. But I'm still gonna also have M&M's in my life. 
Yeah. So he goes, well, that uh, this is the thing with chocolate. Because Eric is saying how happy chocolate makes her. And he goes, that's the thing with chocolate. No matter what you're going through, chocolate makes you happy. And Eric is like, unfortunately, I know all about that. It's like, please don't open up to the chocolate guy right now, okay? <laughs> I he know. deals with enough shit. I know. When she said that this is her happy place, that, that makes her s- smile ear to ear. I'm like, let's not talk about the ears, Erica. These are, this is, <laughs> it makes me smile from one $750,000 year to the other $750,000 year. Also, I wish they'd uh, cut back to Erica's first season when she was like, I'm Erica, and I'm not like these skinny bitches who never eat. I eat. And then they show her at dinner with Tom when the mayor or the police chief, the chief of police police or whoever was, comes over to their table, and they're alone in this restaurant. And she's like, I eat dessert. And she's making it like she's this really rebellious character. And then they see her order a chocolate cake, and she takes her fork, and she gets maybe this much chocolate cake off of (laughs) it like a little tiny crumb and then she eats it she's like "Mm, mm," just like swishes it all over her mouth i was like oh my god she's so relatable it's my happy place that was also as we saw this episode that was also when her voice was not like this it was like this this. (laughs) welcome to 2015 my voice sounds like this (laughs) now it sounds like this <laughs> Is depression just Bre- Brenda Vaccaro? <laughs> I think so. Crawls so, down your throat. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, Erica's like, you know, chocolate helps us when we're feeling down. Free chocolate therapy. Because real therapy is expensive. I just got the bill. And it was actually a chocolate bar, which was very strange. Chocolate does everything. It's got vitamins. It's so delicious. I love chocolate. Yum, chocolate. Chocolate's expensive. I got the bill for chocolate the other day, and I was like, oh, 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 but I still love chocolate. It's like, how much is chocolate paying you to do this? I know. What what chocolate lobby has, has sponsored this episode? We know what chocolate is. We know. We, we, we like, trust me, I know. Like, I, I don't need, I don't need Erica explaining the joys of chocolate. She's like, I love chocolate. I hope you are. <laughs> are you going to hashtag add this or what? I know. It's like, sponsored post. Chocolate. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> so then they put on these little chef's hats. And the guy, who, of course, is a Housewives fan, is like, see? Look, you're already Lucy and Ethel. And uh, he's Andy going. It's just Andy, the chocolatier. And so... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Erica's like, oh, yeah, targets. well, you know, she starts doing a Lucy impersonation. And Dorit's like, well, I've never really thought of Lucy and Ethel. I think of it's more of a Thelma and Luigi. <laughs> Starring G, not Davis. So, she's, so then they're like, they're going through a, a chocolate tour. And then Erica is just like, she starts acting very much like Dorit. Because she's like, you know what? Chocolate is a luxury. Yeah, It's a reward. It's a luxury. It's a luxury. It's a luxury. You know what's a luxury? Chocolate. Like It's like when I was telling her. Chocolate's a luxury. It's like, we get it, Erica. Chocolate's a luxury for you right now. Dorit's, Dorit's repeating is so funny to me. She's like, yeah, you know, chocolate's therapeutic. It's therapeutic. Yeah, there's something therapeutic and happy. It's therapeutic and hippie. It's a luxury. It's a luxury. It's a reward. A reward. 
They sound like commentators at the like the Westminster Kennel Club show. It's like, and now coming up next, oh, it's a chocolate bar. Now look at that chocolate. Now that is a luxury. That is a, that is a beautiful piece of chocolate. Okay, it is going up the ramp. It made it up the ramp because it's a luxury. That is luxury. You know, the thing is with chocolate, you you, you want to have well-bred chocolate. That's uh, doing a great job. Uh, well, I don't know if I should make this for Phoenix because it's got goji bears in it. It's like, oh, you can't, what, you get allergic to goji bears? Not goji, goji bears! <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking care at this point. Luxury, luxury! This is fun. <laughs> now, Erica, I know you must have seen Garcelle on the reel. And she's like, oh yeah. It was devastating. And she's, and then we see uh, Garcelle on the reel. God, I feel so bad for this show. It's getting the most publicity it ever has had as soon as it's been canceled. I know. And Why would they cancel it before Beverly Hills airs? What dumbasses. I know. So Garcelle's like, well, even if she's not guilty of no, she says like she should get the, ring, the earrings back on the show. Right, which right? also I'd like to point out because nobody's going to point it out on the show. She said all that to Erica's face. Yes. She literally said this to Erica's face. She didn't slam Erica and call her a dirty slut villain. Who, you know, she just said, "I think that she should show compassion and give him back." What's the big deal? You know? Yeah. And so Erica's mad because she felt like Garcelle played semi nice with her, but then like didn't have didn't have the balls to say, "Hey, girl, I tore your ass up, and you need to know this." I'm like, she didn't tear your ass up. She <laughs> offered up her opinion. I believe the phrase I would use is she was being open and honest. I believe. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The instructions of this show. Every page yeah. of the script. Open and honest. In italics at the very bottom of the page. So uh, she's like, yeah, you know, she tore my ass up. And Dorit's like, well, I chose to support my friend who was hurting. And when I had the convo with Coyle, here's what upset me. If I support you, then why do you support them? Why do you be friends with them? Like, it's not a game show, Erica. Erica does that every time Dorit's <laughs> like, talking. It's like Family Feud. She buzzes in. She's like, potato salad. And also, I like that she points like all the ladies are standing right outside the chocolate window because she's like, what? You're not supporting them? <laughs> so Dorit's like, you know. Then in, I am in some way supporting an alleged crime. I mean, you tell me right now if you agree with what she said the other night. That's what they say. I'm like, listen, I'm just a girl standing in front of very luxurious chocolate with goji berries in it. That's all. Yeah, and she's like, and they were telling me, you better tell me right now if you agreed with her last night. And Erica's like, that is so Fucking gross. She's all riled up now. And so Erica tells us, I can't be worried about what these chicks who think. What will the neighbors think? Fuck the neighbors. Hey, speaking of neighbors. And then she pause, She has like some weird She's, pause where you can see her decide, should I mention that I'm fucking Army Hammer right now? Should yeah. I mention this? She has, a, And then she has this moment where she's like, oh, oh, I just remembered the thing. That I, like when I was in bed last night, and I was like, I gotta say this during my interviews tomorrow, and I forgot what it was. I just remembered it. She's like, By the way, I do want to say this. Let me be very clear. Sometimes the ones that you really know you think are doing the best are hiding the most. I was like, That's what you that's what you made us hang on for an extra seven seconds for. <laughs> Super weird. Also, we know we've seen your arc on this show. <laughs> so not really sure what you're getting. And then they play a long horror movie violin squeak that like, 
What did she like, say? So then I don't she know. tells Dorit. We watched Revenge season one. We get it, Erica. <laughs> That's a very misplaced horror. <laughs> like you said nothing, you know. So then know. she's telling Dorit, Well, I'm getting tired of being a whipping boy when I know there are others who display the not best behavior. And so if Kyle is gonna have a discussion with you about my behavior and dot a dot a dot <laughs> question mark. Gee, well, if you want to get something off your chest, say it. I mean, who? Who are you talking about? Oh, boy. And then she tells us, in this town, there are different rules for the hyper elite. Not just the regular elite like me and Piki. The elite that have coffee. They're very hyper. (laughs) (laughs) One rule for elites on Adderall. Another rule for elites with diabetes 19. Have you ever seen Chris Kardashian after a Red Bull? Different rules apply to her. <laughs> well, Keithy's been in this town her whole life. She is part of a family that has a lot of stealth, wealth, and connections. Couldn't really make that into a rhyme, unfortunately. This is what I get for not being hyper. Very Meredith Marks. She's like, you have to think twice if you want to challenge them. So hold on one second. I just had two thoughts. So... <laughs> I shall now challenge. So Erica's like, well, we've all seen each other at our worst. We've all heard things that perhaps were not the best. And if you think I'm going to be the fucking whipping boy, I'm just going to go back to that well, the whipping boy well again. If you think I'm going to be the fucking whipping boy for this entire group, then you have another thing coming, honey. And I just love Erica giving this like evil, like, you better watch out while she has like a little chocolate bonnet on her head like a little like i'm making chocolates right now you better watch out and she takes her champagne and she's like chugging it back with this evil look on her face i'm like oh you are in a cooking class right now you know it's not really watch working. out watch out for the lady swilling champagne at the luxury chocolate chocolate making glass but also i have to say and these are words i've never said before as well um i'm with erica on this listen if kathy did things she shouldn't. She isn't above talking about them. Go ahead. What are you guys threatening? Like you guys are like, oh my god, who's she talking? Just say it. Just fucking yeah. say it. You didn't say it, obviously, in the club, and I guess you haven't seen her since. So let's see you say it to her face at a party and not let well, her get away with it. Let's see this happen later in this episode. Can't wait. Well, they're just complaining about their own bullshit hierarchy that they they feed into, right? Like, oh, we can go after Crystal. We can go after Denise because they're not part of the elite. So we are like, we can do that because we're not going to get in trouble. But, oh, Kathy, oh, we can't go after Kathy because there could be repercussions. I mean, they're literally just saying they're pecking order right there. So, like, right. it's you're like a right, system that you're playing. It's a system that you're playing into. You know, it's like when I hear people complain about jury duty. I'm like, why did you go to it? Yeah. Well, um, you're right, Ronnie. Like, Kathy, if Kathy said something really horrific, like, they should air it out. They should talk about it. They should confront it. But at the same time, the fact that they're, like, afraid to just shows kind of a, a general cowardice that people have really bounced off of with, with this, like, inner core that they go after people that they perceive as weaker because they know that they can. Like, it's literally stated right here in this moment. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. They're playing Amma. I'm a, I'm a savage. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a savage. 
Which, to remind us that Erica was in that uh, fashion show <laughs> uh, while Erica <laughs> yes. is getting her makeup done by whatever <laughs> low-rent-ass gays she found to come over from the Abbey last <laughs> night. I feel so bad for those guys because she's like, hey, guess what? I'm working on some new music. And her gay is like, really? Wow. He's like, oh, God. I'm going to have to spend two hours listening to her album. <laughs> Here's to the old school. Uh, so then we go over to Sutton's house. Everyone's getting glammed up for this 1920s party. And uh, Sutton is getting her makeup. And she's like, is this eyeliner pretty? You know what? I don't like smudgy. So don't do that. Okay? Don't like the smudgy. So. It's an ongoing issue with this season. There's like issues with smudginess around the eyes. So then um, then uh, she's excited because she has an authentic vintage 1920s dress that she's going to wear to this party. And then we go to Dorit's house. This is actually really very cute. She's like, gee, Phoenix, close your eyes because I'm going to take a soda with me, a Coca-Cola. Because she's like, Phoenix is like, no, you will not take a soda, mother. <laughs> yeah, she's like, you will not have corn soda before bed, mama. Uh, so then we go to Garcelle, um, who is getting dressed while Cherie comes over. And so Cherie is down in the kitchen while Cherie's up, I mean, while Garcelle is upstairs getting dressed. And she sees a gift on the kitchen countertop. And she's like, I didn't get a gift. Oh, I'm just going to write my name on this gift. <laughs> get a highlighter with a highlighter. <laughs> So then Garcelle comes down the staircase, and um, she's like, huh, well, we have a lot to talk about. I mean, you know my day job at The Real? Yes, Garcelle, I'm pretty aware of it. <laughs> so she's like, well, we talked about Erica and the $750,000 earrings, and now it's on social media. I mean, I did it before we went to Aspen. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just advanced chuckling thinking about Erica seeing it for the first time being so mad. <laughs> and Cherie, it's funny that Garcelle has not noticed yet that Cherie is constantly on the wrong side, right? Because she, Cherie is consistently on the opposite side of Garcelle. She's like, well, I have to admit, I have to admit, friend, those earrings, I, it would be hard to give them up. I would be like, what? You want them? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Cherie, and Garcelle's like, stop it right now. Wait, hold on. I am on the verge of giving you a what? But I won't do that to you. She's like, well, you have other stuff. Why do you need the earrings? And she's like, well, do I? I mean, I just put a send me money hashtag blessings on Facebook this morning. So I'm not really sure that I do. Um, she's like, well, listen, everyone else was talking about it. So I had to talk about it. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> so then we go over to Crystal's house. And Crystal's trying to, she's already kind of like excused, like trying to, make us understand why she's having this party. She's like, well, Rob and I have an affinity for the 20s, and for Rob's 50th birthday, we did the same theme, but like a huge party. But it's COVID, so we want to minimize the group. I'm like, this is the second time you force people to go to a Gatsby party. Why, Crystal? Why? I've been on your side all season long, but this may be a breaking point for me. The only positive thing to this is that Kyle also did her great Gatsby party years ago and still had Patty the Bone face. So <laughs> my wish is that we just have a featured extra coming coming in singing. Can you feel the night? <laughs> Don't cry for me, Pride Rock. 
<laughs> so, um, by the way, I think I'm sure you enjoyed this. I felt like they dipped into the Southern Charm music catalog as people started to arrive. The music was very much like, I was like, Ronnie must love this. I don't like it on this show. So, oh, wow. um, I, okay. I need my Southern Charm music to stay on Southern Charm. Because, you was, know, if you if you give too much credit to them, they're going to just start crossing over all their shows. And I don't need that. I don't like it. I feel like I just was like, oh, like I brought you like a cute gift. And you were like, I don't want it. And now I have to like. <laughs> I was so happy for you. I was happy for the emotions you were going to have. And then you were just like, no. And now no. I'm like. Fine, I'm gonna take my. But ball you didn't home. bring me the gift. You were just pointing out a gift that someone else brought. And I was no, like, but I did the Cherie. I, I I signed my name onto the card. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it, Ben! You're like, it's Trix- love, Trixie Ben Monocle Mandelker. <laughs> no, I was like a parent, you know, like you know, like when parents take their kids to a movie or something, and then they're so happy they brought their kid to the movie, and then they're just like so happy to hear what the kid thought. You're like, didn't you enjoy that? That was exactly the movie you were saying you wanted to see, and the kid's like, no. I'm like, oh. yes, yeah, <laughs> I know, I do feel that because I've showed my niece. Uh, I'm like, wow, you, we, I should show you some classic movies. <laughs> this is Clue, isn't it? And then you, I'm watching it with her, not one single laugh the entire time, and then start yeah. swiping on her phone. I've never felt so hurt. So we you know what, know. Ben? I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, it's fine. I'm I sorry. I didn't mean to guilt you. No, I, I apologize. Hashtag not going to BravoCon. <laughs> <laughs> the revenge. Ronnie was waiting. He's like, I'm so mad for Ben announcing that, that I'm going to. I'm, I'm not going to. Yes, and this other jar music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I love you. Um, not you, BravoCon. You can fuck off. Okay, so then. See, now that was much more negative. <laughs> Well, you started it. You started it. <laughs> I'm only building on the negative foundation that this house is being built I was, upon. I, I was, it was actually a positive foundation. Okay. So, um, anyway, Southern Charm music is playing. Dorit's showing. Everyone's showing up. Asher shows up. So, Asher and Diana show up. Diana's sort of like 20s-ish. Asher shows up dressed like he's like a private eye. <laughs> like, he, like, everyone else went towards like 20s fashions. He went to the actual costume shop. And he's like, he's walking around like, all right, everyone. Where were you the night of December 13th? I'm going to start with you, lucky lady. Well, you know why? I read this was supposed to be a murder mystery party. And they oh. just cut all that stuff out. And I actually did kind of feel bad for Chris. Okay, Crystal, you're doing a great Gatsby party and a murder mystery dinner. Oof. Like, how many fucking things are you going to rip off for this one party? Okay, <laughs> from the house. Are you going to have, like, someone there painting faces and another person, like, freezing vaginas? Like, come on. That would explain why Rob had dressed up like Scar. It's like, you're very on the nose. We know you got the assignment <laughs> as the murderer, Rob. Try to stay on theme. <laughs> Um, yeah, the cake, when they bring the cake out, it has a knife with blood coming down that the side of the cake. That makes much more sense. And I was like, well, at least they're getting closer to Gatsby. I yeah. was like, was this like an ode to, what What was her, Daisy? or <laughs> Who was the one who got run over by the car in that book? Spoiler! <laughs> yeah, too late. Um, yeah, it's like you, decades old spoiler. <laughs> uh, we're like, well, this is how the Bible ends. Or maybe it was just Gatsby himself, okay? Big spoiler on that but, one. Uh, but also, why would you have the twink boyfriend as the detective? That's not the detective. I need someone seasoned. I don't need someone's fuckboy over here who's getting his album paid for. God, that I still can't. All week, I've had like a, a little 
a little guy with dressed in a night costume holding a microphone walking around in my head. Like, <laughs> you know, love is a stone. <laughs> so then Erica shows up dressed like the Statue of Liberty. She has like a whole thing, like a like a head a headdress thing. And then um, she I looks love that. dead. Here's the thing: like, are we entering into zombie the zombie phase of Housewives? Because Erica looks like she's been dead for days, and they just like found her floating somewhere and just put a little makeup on her and shoved her in a wooden box because no one came to claim her. What the hell? Give me a tired, you poor, you huddled masses yearning to be victims. <laughs> Maybe you're hungry, you poor. Line them up and let me tell them all together. You fucking liars. All right, I don't care about anyone but my goddamn self. Let me tell you something. Welcome to America. I'm not giving back this torch until it's proven I have to in the court of law. <laughs> All those immigrant boats passing the Statue of Liberty is just flipping them off. They're like, uh, like, I don't <laughs> does give that a mean fuck. the same thing in this country as it does in our country? <laughs> I don't feel good about this. She's like, hey, immigrants, my pussy's like a python, and you can look up my dress if you want to. Because you're down there already. Tick, 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 like a time bomb. Um, so Crystal's so rude. Sutton gets out, and she's so proud of her 1920s dress. And Crystal's like, that is not 1920. She goes, it is. It is actually from 1920. She's like, that's like 1920s Amazon. Oh, I thought that Crystal was saying that her dress was 1920s Amazon. Like oh. she bought hers from Amazon. Oh, I thought she was saying the Sutton. We'll need it. Um, we'll need. We'll need an ombudsman to clear this all up. So then, <laughs> I need a dramaturg. Over here. Okay. <laughs> Hi, could we have someone? Yeah, thanks. Not in watch. We're gonna get a million emails. Like, are you going to BravoCon? And this is the answer to the Amazon thing. So. <laughs> So Garcelle and Cherie arrive. So Rinna shows up. Rinna's like in uh, drag. So she's in tails and like a hat, top hat. Uh, it was definitely like one thin mustache away from giving us Lydia on Orange County going to drag queen bingo. It was, but it was also very fitting because, you know, Rinna's about to try and pull some shit out of her hat. You know, here she literally showing <laughs> and up tell some tails. Tell some yeah. tales. It's like, well, tales. got some, got one handkerchief in my, in my wrist here. Whoa, it's 20 handkerchiefs. It's 20 handkerchiefs. <laughs> and I said to that handkerchief, I have never seen a handkerchief be so long and brutal to its sister. Look at this handkerchief still coming out. I have PTSD from this handkerchief. <laughs> so she's like, wow, what a celebration. What a bar. I'm sad. I'm very sad. <laughs> I know. It was, this is a celebration. Look, I'm wearing a top hat. It's hard to get past what I've been through with Kathy. I mean, <laughs> I'm very, very much in shock. And I put on a brave face because I have PTSD. Oh, God. And she's not even kidding. That's what's so funny. Like, now we're all going to feel bad for you for you. She's like, PTSD. It's real, guys. <laughs> Kyle's like, I have PKSD. Ew. No, it's post kemosabe stress disorder. Oh, I have PKTSD as well. Have you ever tried to wrap a grape in a little candy shell just to get him to eat a fruit? I have PMSD, post-motherfucker stress disorder. <laughs> 
Um, so Diana's like, oh, look at Erica. She looks like 20s Maleficent. Oh. Um, and then they all take a group pick in front of the half moon or whatever. I love and that this- photo booth, by the way. That was a great photo booth. Props to whoever made that thing. Oh, uh, the, the brother and Miss Lucy. <laughs> Miss Lucy's behind it with some masking tape. Like, did I you know. like it? Would have been better if it had been animated. Just saying. But anyway. <laughs> animated. <laughs> um, want Rob so to make a cartoon for us. <laughs> this party's sad. This party's very sad. And now yeah. that I know that they cut out all of the fun parts, the dinner mystery parts, now I get it. But there's no music and there's no people. It's just the cast. They're like, hmm. Here we are. I mean, this is depressing. Is someone trying to sell some lipstick? Or <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, did Drew Sedora plan this? So, uh, so Kathy arrives. I thought we weren't going to see Kathy the rest of the season. Although I, there, I did remember from the previews that there was going to be like a sit down moment. But Kathy shows up. She's like, "Hi, hi, gorgeous, hi, handsome, hi, everyone. How's it going?" And Rena's like, "Huh, I'm actually surprised to see Kathy. I didn't think she'd show up, and she is decked out to the nines." Like nothing ever happened. It's so fucking weird. I'm like, have you met your friend Erica who does this every single time? She yells at someone and the next episode she's like, oh yeah, you know, it was just anger. No big deal. Well, also she's mad. She was so mad at Denise for not showing up to things when there were things that she's supposed to be confronted at. She was so uh-huh. mad that Vanderpump was never Whoa. showing up to things when there's things that had to be. And now she's like, how dare she show up? Who would have the balls to show? I love when they showed <laughs> Kathy win. showing up and Kathy's just coming out of the car like, oh, I do for like Kathy face, you know, her teeth walking in front of her. She's just like, oh, 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 here I am at a party. And the music's like, oh, oh, oh. and then she gets to the front door and it's like, oh, and it shows Kathy bending down to like look at the front door to know. see how it opens. How does the door work? They're trying so, to make it look like she's being so scary. I know. So then she sits, sits with the group. So Rena immediately gets up and walks away. She's like, I want to go to the basement. What's the basement? So Crystal's like, everyone, come downstairs to the parlor. That's what we're calling it tonight. So everyone's like, okay, fine. So they go down to the basement, which looks great. And we're just like, oh, wow. Wow. This, this looks great. Way. Wow. Wow. You can fit 14 friends down here. Wow. And um, Brenna's baby, like, oh, baby, sit here, sit here, baby, you sit there, you sit there, you sit there, I'll sit here, you sit there, let's sit down. Kathy's sitting, oh my god, it's like Vietnam just sat down on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's excruciatingly difficult to sit and watch Kathy act like nothing happened. It's starting to build in me, and I'm super uncomfortable. I mean, if these women knew exactly what Kathy said about them. They wouldn't be laughing about it. I'll say that. It is so fucked up on every level. It is so fucked up. But I won't say it. I won't say it. Oh, really? Because so I want you to Kathy, fill in the gaps. Yeah, now Kathy said stuff about them. How weird that that wasn't in any of your original texts or, um, you know, accusations. That's weird that you just seem to be adding stuff onto this shit now. Right and why now. isn't she saying, like, uh, Kathy, you said all this shit? Like. This is, I think, so up Rinna's wheelhouse to say, mm-hmm. you know, Kathy, we were in the van and I didn't like what you said about everyone. And now, like, R- Kathy's whole thing is like, we have to, I mean, Rinna's whole thing is like, let's talk it out. Let's be, co- let's confront it. And now she's suddenly like, I can't even say it. I can't even say it. So then we go to Rob, who, uh, he's, uh, he's 
He's like, so uh, he's like, that jukebox over there is an original from 1942. They only made one. They only made it for one year. So there's only like a hundred of them that exist. And they're like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> like, uh, that's that's fun that you have a jukebox down here. Does it? Have you ever used your phone for music? Because uh, that's great too. <laughs> and Dorit's like, "How much did you pee for it?" He's like, "Oh, I didn't have to pee at all for it. pee." I'm saying, "How much did you pee for it?" He's like, uh, "Let me whisper it to you. It's a huge amount. Thirty thousand dollars. Well, that's nothing. That's as much as you can buy the pearl for from Dorit by Nectaria. The <laughs> little plastic pearls fall off of this when you play the Beatles." Babe, here's my new idea. Dresses for jukeboxes, okay? <laughs> We're going to call this one the Wurlitzer, all right? All right, let's put up a black curtain. Everyone, I'm sorry to say, there's a bit of a mold issue here in the parlor. Just kidding. It's a jukebox. <laughs> and Rob's like, yeah, you know, they only made about 100 of these. So I've got one of the only- I think, didn't the, wasn't that one of the iPhones where they were like, wow, this one sucks. Let's just skip this generation. All right, back to the drawing. I think Rob just got swindled into buying the shittiest jukebox ever. They're like, we only made 100. <laughs> that was a disaster. It's true. I mean, the biggest con is people finding huge value in, like, um, like broken shit. Like, broke, like mistakes. Like, I was watching a, a thing about Star Wars memorabilia, Star Wars toys. And there's, like, some, there's some Star Wars toy. Like, I don't know if it's like Luke Skywalker or Han Solo or whatever that comes with like a little gun or something and it shoots a pellet and there's only been like 40 of them ever made. And it's like, they're worth like people track them down. It's like the biggest thing ever. I'm like, y'all, it was like, it's, it's a, it's a bad toy. It's a bad toy. <laughs> it's it a bad toy. Yeah. <laughs> it was choking people toy. or something like that. I'm sorry. I got the, you know, there's, I'm sorry, Star Wars nerds who I'm like totally disrespecting <laughs> this toy right now with its backstory and what it was. But like, let's be honest, it was a bad toy. And, and that's, and then this is a bad jukebox. There's a reason why it was discontinued. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so then Sutton and Erica are talking because like Sutton thinks they're best friends now, right? So she's like, Erica, what are you drinking? Is that something with bourbon? She goes, yeah, it's got bourbon in it. I get Okay, now this is a point somewhere between where this started and now Dorit and Erica have taken some kind of a pill. Did you notice this by the end of the episode? They've taken some, no. I'm guessing they have Zanny bars that they're sharing or whatever because they start their energy starts going like they start like talking slowly moving slowly until by the end it looks like they're falling over so anyway they're talking about the drink right now and Sutton's like oh is that bourbon I'm gonna try that I don't like bourbon and I'm southern I don't like that Uh, and she's she's like you know it's going really well with me and that motherfucker Erica I mean I don't know I mean maybe it's the Aspen air that's still with me and I don't have enough oxygen maybe going through my brain and I'm not thinking straight maybe that's what it is (laughs) And Erica's like, Rob, Rob, I love this place, Rob. Rob, you know, this room was so much work. And I know, I know, because I had a house one time. You got to change the plumbing because that's not up to code. I know, because Tom and I had a house from 1920. And then we see my favorite clips ever of Erica walking out in her house trying to tell Tom that they need new pool tiles. <laughs> Tom being like, nah, nah, let's not spend that stuff. What did pool tile? In her high voice. In her her high, innocent 2015 voice. And then she's like, I drove by my house the other day. It was empty. The windows were open. The drapes billowing out. 
and I just sat in the street and I looked at it. I was like, okay, you're trying to make yourself sound like you're a Celine Dion video. <laughs> this house, the, the billowing drapes and the leaves blowing by and the wind going, and she's a single tear coming down her eyes. She sits there in her, in her dots in and looking at the life she used to have come on like <laughs> give me a fucking break lady and all i could think about was that broken pool towel in the backyard also you know how creepy this is pasadena isn't like a block away okay it's like a 45 minute yeah that's to go a long to pasadena. drive so um Erica's like, yeah, I just can't get too attached. And I can't stay here in this place of loss and grief. I must transcend this grief and suffering and criticism. I have to let go. <laughs> and then Kathy comes in and, go, and looks at Erica's face and goes, okay, let me ask you something not to change the subject. Um, but I'm noticing this on everyone. I noticed you go a little bit above the lip with your with your lip liner. Like now it's like more. Is this is this on purpose? Is that on Eric purpose? is like, is that on purpose? Or did you just did you trip down the stairs when you were doing your makeup today? Honest question. Honest question. I was trying to have my monologue about parking outside my house and having a personal epiphany, but that's fine. Yeah, whoever draws on my face makes it because well, they do whatever they want to do. I was just saying how I have to let go. Of those diamond earrings? Yeah, I agree. So <laughs> what's up with your fucked up face? What what happened there? <laughs> and so I goes, well, my lipstick is from Target. Oh Kathy's man, like, I wish they'd made that a big storyline. <laughs> yeah, my so friend like, Kylie Jenner makes it. <laughs> so now Rob is uh, like, everyone, stop looking at the jukebox. It's time for a cake. So now the bloody cake comes out. <laughs> We've only you? made thirty of these. There's only twenty nine now. <laughs> PK ate one. I told him it was a Snickers bar. <laughs> He thought it was a juice box. It was very confusing. <laughs> he, thought he thought it was, it was a pretzel. Long. I said, that's Witzel, not Wurlitzer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, Rob, I'm sorry. There's a giant bite mark on the side of your thingy. And Crystal so, is giving the speech that we all want to give to our older friends. I mean, I don't have – I mean – you know, I would give this speech if my friends were older still. They're not now. I've caught up. But Crystal's like, so it's really special that you guys are all here today because this is the last year in my 30s. And there's just a really long pause and then a <laughs> You know, Kyle's in, like, Georgia somewhere in her hotel going over a script. And her tongue just starts going left and right. <laughs> somewhere, someone has said something that I could have stirred shit up about. I really hurt Crystal. <laughs> They're like, fuck her. She's so young. And then it's like, bitch, shut up. You haven't had your first buttocks. Okay. <laughs> you haven't even had your first buttocks yet. <laughs> Everything is tight. See you in 10 years. So Crystal's like, I just, I feel I'm so lucky. Like I've grown so much through our friendships, you know, with all you old ladies. And so just thank you so much. And by the way, no singing happy birthday. I don't like it. And also this is, we only sing songs that are sanctioned by Elton John here. So unfortunately we'll be limited to, can you feel the love tonight? Thank you very much. <laughs> so then she offers trays of like cookies to people with their name on it. What the fuck is this? Why aren't they made out of chicken fingers? You know, I just want everyone to know that everyone is allowed to have chicken fingers at my party. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, uh, so Rena's like drinking champagne uncomfortably, like, but like 
but like um, self-aware uncomfortably, like very like, she's like, hmm, 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 just drinking this champagne. I'm visibly upset, but you don't have to ask me about it. No, I don't want to say. I don't want to say. Well, she's failing where LVP succeeded because you know how she's always saying LVP started everything and she she made her say Munchausen's in the first place and then ran away. Remember when LVP ran across the bridge to stop Ren and tell her she had to bring up Munchausen? So Ren has been telling everybody all of this stuff about Kathy and has manipulated no one into bringing it up for her, right? And then <laughs> yes. she shows up to this party and she's like acting like she's traumatized and still no one will bring it up to her. So she's just, it's kind of an awkward fail moment moment for her so yeah. meanwhile dorit turns to garcelle and she's like sue garcelle have you talked to erica after the real and she's like no <laughs> really you didn't say anything about the real being on the real really real garcelle's like well it was before aspen but then it aired after right didn't it air after aspen? what are you trying to get at <laughs> what She's mystery to... have you solved <laughs> She's trying to stir it up, and uh, Kathy's like, oh, I thought it was really good. I don't know what we're talking about, but I think it was really good. And she goes, did you see her on the reel? And Kathy's like, yeah, it was good. (laughs) (laughs) So Garcelle's like, well, it was my job. And so Dorit's like, if I was, if gee, if I was Erica, I'd also feel really hurt. Do I think Garcelle's a little guilty? Oh, here it comes, guys. Put your little ponchos on, because I'm going to splash some water in your face. (laughs) Do you have a little... I don't want to say jabs. Jabs was so last year. So get you a little throwing a grenade in the shape of water droplets. Yes. She really and then, does. And I like that she moves her fingers closed around like this and then splashes it. It's like, uh, when is she going to spritz you? She just did. Yeah. And asking questions. I love that. Do I think Garcelle is a little guilty of throwing a grenade and then masking it coming from a place of concern? Yes, I do. Was it bullying? Bullying, was it? <laughs> Bully base, babe. No, PK, go home. <laughs> so, <laughs> Rena's now upstairs. Rena has slipped out very quietly, and she's trying to leave. And Crystal's like, you're leaving? And Rena's like, I love you. I just I need to go home. I'm still really upset after what happened in Aspen. So and upset. I can't be here any longer. I just can't. I'm just so upset. I'm really trying, but I feel like I have seen the devil. And her name is Kathy Hilton. <laughs> Krista goes, is it really that bad? And he goes, hmm, big nod. Big nod. Huge is very bad. I, I've known Kathy for 30 years, which means she's 10 years due, overdue for me burning that friendship. So <laughs> this is this is a polished, loving Mother socialite, a pillar of society, and to hear all these things coming out of her mouth. I can't, I, I can't believe you, you know, she would think it, she would feel it, she would say, about your own family, about your own family. I'm like, have you seen the Richard sisters? I mean, come on now. Yeah. She's like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm just too, I can't be here. Oh, wait, something's in my hat. Come on, fly up. Here's just like a dead pigeon in her hat. <laughs> okay, this evening is not going how I planned. Not going how I planned. What a fail of a night. You even showed up like a magician and just couldn't make it work. Sorry. I'm sorry that your entire year of trying to set somebody up just wheezed and fell to the ground so sadly, Rena. 
you know, I thought I heard a pigeon. Because when Rina was walking around, I kept hearing, Awooga! Awooga! <laughs> That's just a car horn, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so then back inside, Erica's like, Hey, guys! Okay, this is, okay, now Erica, the pill is kicking in even more now. Erica goes, Hey, guys! Can I talk to you? And she's like, Absolutely. I would have loved the heads up myself. I would have loved the heads Why? Why would you have a heads, a heads up for what? About the wheel. Because, you know, I shot, I know you shot that before. I spoon and I thought we had a nice time in Aspen. He's like, she's like, we did have a nice time in Aspen. She sort of, I couldn't tell if she was agreeing or questioning. <laughs> and, and then Erica's like, I just thought. That you and I were more on a level. I thought you and I connected at dinner. She's like, we, hmm, I want to, what's another way of saying wah? That's not quite a wah. <laughs> we did. <laughs> <laughs> we did. <laughs> uh, yeah, you connected when she was saying you should give those earrings back. Don't you think you should give those back? Don't you think it would show compassion? Which is the same thing she said on the reel. And she's like, yeah, well, I thought we had a nice moment, so I would have been like, girl, this is gonna happen. Because when I saw it, I said, oh, God, again. And she's like, well, listen, we got the topics the night before. It's like a hot topic segment. Yeah, but I would have liked to know before. Well, okay. 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 And she's like, oh, it's, no, okay. it's okay. Yeah. And and Garcelle's like, well, it's not okay because it obviously hurt your feelings, which are apparently more important than <laughs> victims and orphans and widows. And she's like, well, yeah. And she's like, well, and for that, I'm sorry. She's, well, apology accepted. We can move on now. And then Dorit goes, something feels like, ooh. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, there's something in the air. Something has shifted in the air. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh. Uh, so Crystal clomps down the stairs, and they're like, are you okay? What happened? She's like, Rena left. I mean, I was upstairs, and then she just left. And Kathy's like, oh, God. God, here we go. Yeah, Kathy's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, Jesus. So Diana's like, she didn't even tell me. She didn't even tell me. I have to hear from the girl who doesn't have buttocks. <laughs> and Crystal's like, yeah, she said she was quite shaken up by what happened in Aspen. And I, I don't even know what, what that means. But she, she looked like she saw a ghost. And I was like, are you sure it wasn't Rob's jukebox? And she's like, no, it wasn't the jukebox. It was an actual ghost. And then Garcelle goes, all right, ladies, you've waited for it all night. What? <laughs> and Kathy tells us, well, I know that Lisa's gone through a lot losing her mom. And if she has to leave early, that's her business. I don't feel she left because of what I shared with her in Aspen, if that's what you're getting at, producers. But I don't know. I mean, who knows? Am I wearing the same pattern as China? I sure am. And that's all I know. I I love NBC and Bravo and Comcast Universal and all its affiliates and all its content and streaming platforms. I don't know why Rina could have possibly been so upset about me saying that. And she says, yeah, you know, she shrugs. She's like, she was a sweetheart. She listened to me. And I by no means got any indication that she was upset. And if I was the toe that broke the camel's back, 
What was that? Toe, I apologize. I don't want to upset anybody, especially camels. They're 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 not nice. They're not I nice will animals. Stop using uh, pedicures. I mean, uh, camels as as foot foot rest for my pedicures. Last time I try and give a, a walking massage to a camel, <laughs> I will no longer practice my Thai massage classes on a camel. It's okay. <laughs> but you know what they say: you can't spell dromedary without drama. Although I guess you can, because it's not really spelled that way. So then Kathy sounds like text her. We should all text her. Let's just text her and find out what happened. Yeah, and so they text, and um, Erica goes, "I'll call her." Oh, you know, in the twenties, this would be a soup can and a rope. Your, she means her outfit, because <laughs> she'd be just as broke in the twenties. Diana's like, "Also oh, Bosnia." So then Erica and Diana. <laughs> <laughs> <She's> just, <laughs> also kathy says so many things today that are just little shit bombs that she throws at people and they don't get them and this is another one she goes wow dorit that's a very nice purse and dorit's like oh yes it's vatuga laga and she's like oh so this looks like the ones that wasn't one of the ones that wasn't stolen i guess oh this is nice <laughs> So now Erica and Diana are in another room calling Rinna, and Rinna's not answering. So they're like, oh, my God. And Diana's like, oh, this is not like her. And Erica's like, she must be mad. You know, she feels like some behavior is being swept under the rug. And she's just saying how, like, Kathy was upset. They all saw her yelling at Kyle. And um, Erica's like, well, Lisa should just say what happened on the Sprinter. She should just say it, okay? Because Lisa and I were texting as she took Kathy home. And then we see, this is where we see the text, where it was like, <laughs> I got in a Sprinter with Kathy. She had an absolute meltdown. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Anger, screaming, throwing things, crying. I'm locked in my room. You're locked in your room? <laughs> so then Erica's like, Well, in hindsight, I've said some ugly things myself. The problem is, is that everyone was very quick to condemn my behavior. But if we're going to talk about Erica's behavior, are we going to talk about it? I'm like, first of all, you need to go back on Coke because this annex is making <laughs> me crazy. Second of all, yes, Erica, you big badass Go down there and confront Kathy. You saw it. You saw her yeah. do whatever she did in the club. Go down there, you big toughie. I think Rinna is just trying to do this. Like clearly, this is not a this is not a like uh, an observation that that is like so novel and amazing. But Rinna's just trying to pretend like she's a better person. She's not going to be. A, she's not a gossip. That this is that they they have to pry it out of her. You know, Rinna just ready to <laughs> spill the beans, of course. Rinna's got a Rinna. So then um, we get a boom. And Diana's like, everybody, you know, out of everybody, I know, you know, Kathy is very put together. And the Kathy I saw in Aspen, that is not pulled together. Kathy is fucking raging. Raging. And I don't know who that person was. Who is she? Who is that person? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with her or why she was even that angry. So one minute, Kathy yells at Kyle in a club for ostensibly not having her back and then leaves in a huff. And the next minute, she's raging in the club. What's happening with this yeah. story? Come yeah. Meanwhile, Erica, meanwhile, Erica, of course, is the, the prime rager that we've seen. So um, Erica's like, 
The bottom line is Kathy Hilton did what she did in that nightclub. Period. End of story. And all Kathy has to do is admit it, apologize, and move on. I'm like, she yelled at Kyle. She she fulfilled America's deepest fantasy. Like, I don't think she has to apologize for anything. <laughs> and Diana's like, you saw the wrath. You saw the wrath. Lisa saw the wrath. Raging. And Erica's like, well, I think Lisa feels torn. And Diana says, you know, like in between two sisters, you don't want to get it in between two families. Trust me. She's like, yeah, we do. That's the point, stupid. You just, just get in here. <laughs> the whole point of this show, this show is built on people getting between sisters, okay? <laughs> and, and then Rare Eric- specifically. Yeah. And so Erica's like, Lisa has her own story to tell. And Diana's like, she's like, but then why is she not here? Quack, quack, Lisa. Quack, quack, Lisa. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, quack, quack, quack. Because like, uh, do you mean chicken? Is that what you mean, chicken? Like, chicken, yes. quack, quack. Chicken, you know, quack, I'm not quack. used to Lisa being chicken. I'm not judging jury. You know, but everyone should be held on the same standard. They're misbehaving. They should be called out then, no? <laughs> so now Dorit, Dorit <laughs> that gets a full double the lip, full tongue. So, tongue all the way around you know like a full like a car going through a loop-de-loop so it's like we have your hot cars you know hot, i mean the hot wheels yeah so diana so then dorit joins them and she's like you guys it's time to go and when it's time to go it's time to go and dorit actually looked like her eyes are glassy and half closed and uh so she sits down and garcelle's like uh good night good night everybody good night and erica's like goodbye sweetheart just wait for them to go to reach just wait for them to go to talk shit and uh she's like you'll just get them out the door and so then she tells her well i was just having a conversation with diana we were talking about aspen oh the way that everyone treated me i could never like i'm friends with the criminal ring <laughs> and Erica's like listen remember to be careful of those who have a lot to protect because i don't have anything a lot of a lot to protect but you should be careful of those who do have a lot to protect am i right am i right i'm like thank you for being like a saying a line from the a trailer for every miniseries that's ever been on hbo <laughs> <laughs> and she tells her that um, I'm gonna tell you why Lisa really left. She took Kathy home, and it got worse in the Sprinter, and then at Kyle's house. And Dorit's like, "Chocolate is luxurious. <laughs> Chocolate is luxurious." <laughs> It's like, did you give her a paralyzation uh, pill? And so Erica's like, I don't know why anybody's afraid of Kathy. They protect her. No one protects me. Like I always say, this game turns on everyone. Your turn. I was like, wow, another miniseries preview line. You're really good at this. (laughs) I know. She really is. All her lines are such cliches. And by the way, for the record, like literally everyone has been protecting Erica. Okay. Literally. Okay. Did you read the stuff that came out this week? We'll talk more about this on take a seat Monday, but, um, in the meantime, go listen to the Bravo docket. I don't know if they have this episode up yet, but they will. The Bravo docket podcast just posted, what happened in one of the recent cases, they were demanding to see where Erica's getting her money, like who's paying her um, lawyer fees, right? Mm. That was 
she had, and she was, of course, trying not to get that information out there, but she lost that. And so we found out that her lawyer fees are being paid by one of Tom's best friends. Um, so there's apparently, this is not in the evidence, but we don't know where the money is coming from for him. Mm. But um, they keep depositing money into Erica's account. And this started before Erica announced that she's leaving Tom for all of this stuff. And she had no idea. So it's making Erica look a little fishier every day. So bullshit no yeah. one protects you. Okay. Yeah. You've got some offshore something or other that they're still pumping you with money. So whatever, Erica. But... You know, great episode, really fun episode. I actually turned out to be kind of happy that it was so stupid. You know, because of course it's just a conga line. Of course it's just a conga line. And of course it ends with Dorit saying, What I'm afraid of is the person who's going to suffer the most is Coil. <laughs> like, oh, poor guy. And just passes out on the couch. <laughs> Kyle's going to suffer the most. Well, yeah, that was such a, it was so ridiculous. What, like, a, like peak Beverly Hills ridiculousness. God, it was so funny. I was cracking up. And all all the memes on the internet today have been brilliant. Just everyone just like roasting them. Everything about like, why don't they just drink her tequila and do a conga line with Kathy? <laughs> it is so great. Like, that's why I don't want anything truly dark to come out of this. Because I just love being in this place where it's about conga lines and tequila. Yeah. I know. It's been a long time. It, it's, you know, these shows get really dark sometimes, especially Beverly Hills. So it's nice to have a nice conga line and you suck as a sister fight. You yeah. Know? And whose husband is really richer. You know, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, same. So thanks for being with us, everybody. Uh, we will see you tomorrow with some Southern Shawm action. If you missed Take a Seat and want to hear it, you can always find that on Spotify. Just search for Take a Seat and find us on our other show, Winter is Crappening, every Monday night for Game of Thrones recaps. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Saboni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says, it's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. Hail the cork master, the master of the cork, it's Jennifer Corcoran. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo. Karen McMurdo. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.